things, though, where, like, I don't know. I don't go to bed till like, 4 in the morning sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I had an alarm set today. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the video game podcast that we call Talking Reckless. I have woken up recently to do the show. My name is Matthew. Hello, Oliver. Hello, Matthew. You look like you're smelling shit. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm, yeah, for some reason my face is all screwed up today, but I'm fine. Resting, tired face. When you rolled in, you were like literally woke up from a nap. It's yeah, I did. Guys, it's like, Amber, I'm gonna take a nap. You need to wake me up because I'm gonna be podcasting. And then she woke me up. I'm like, fuck, I gotta go. And then I came in, cobbled everything together, put turned on the camera, and then my hair was like, yeah. But I'm yeah, here. First I'm here thing you did, good. take 30 seconds uh, to fix the hair. Kevin Byer is here. Uh, I didn't have a nap today, but I had two naps yesterday. <laughs> and Kyle, big lady. Yeah. Howdy, howdy. He's here as well. I Gentlemen, should we just should we just get it out of the should we just get it out of our sis? Have you have you seen I guess my first question is, how do you feel about big women? I'm talking ten feet tall. I'm talking I'm talking like big show big. Braun Strowman big. Braun Strowman. I'm down. Yeah. I'm down, absolutely. Little spoon. Yeah. I like I'm a what's, cuddler. I like to be I like to be held. What's That's that right. uh, Futurama joke with the with the Amazon ladies? Death by Snoo Snoo. Yes. Yeah. Right. That's, That's the one. Yeah. Res, Resident Evil Eight. Have you have you seen the Resident Evil Eight <laughs> trailer? Um, yeah. There's a demo now. The wild. Yeah, it's she's big. She's so big. The internet is in love with her. I'm in love with her. What a <laughs> Man, what a just a journey of like people seeing this this vampire lady from Resident Evil Eight and people being like, man, she she's pretty big. I'm like, yeah, I guess. There's, there's a picture where you see her beside. I think it's two of her daughters, her vampire daughters, and like, yeah, she's pretty tall. I guess I don't know. She's like seven, eight feet tall, something like that. Uh, and then there's a part in the there's a part in the trailer where she comes through a door and she has to like she does the thing like a fucking cave troll in Lord of the Rings. She puts her hands on the side and has to like pull herself through it. And you're like, oh no, she's like eleven <laughs> feet tall. Enormous. She's fucking huge. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a oh. big bitch. And like, she's kind of sexy. I don't know. I'm. There's a ton of really good memes. The memes have been tremendous. Of like, real big uh, like claws too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's gonna the the, the God bless the memers in so, this uh, the year 2021 of our Lord. I uh, I went to the internets to search up Vampire Lady Resident Evil Big, mm. Uh, mm. and the first article that came up was a speculation article about just how tall she is. Where they yes. base like, well, the average head is about eight to nine inches tall, and we know that based on how she's she's up against this thing that we know is eleven inches tall, we can extrapolate that she is somewhere around ninety six inches tall or two hundred and forty three centimeters, which is about eight feet. How many? Eight feet? That seems, man. When she has to climb through that tall. door, like how tall is an average door? Is what eight feet? Uh, average door is like. Yeah, seven-ish, seven and a half, eight. Seven, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think it's actually seven feet. do construction. And she, so. like, she has to like duck down and crawl through, unless you want to make the case of, like, well, ancient French architecture doors. Or sm- <laughs> maybe, but, Smaller. like, I think she looks way taller. She looks, like, Hold- closer to ten feet tall. She could also have, yeah. uh, like, six to eight-inch heels on that you don't see. So maybe that pushes no, her she's- up a little bit more. My queen is barefoot all the time. We always get to see <laughs> show feet. 
Uh, there's a demo out there too for uh, I think she, I think she's in it. The Maiden demo for Resident Evil Eight is out now. I haven't played it, but Brando says it is very short. I can't imagine they would make a demo like that very long at all. Just a little tease. Yeah. Uh, I got a little... We might as well lump all the Resident Evil stuff in here together. Uh, Village comes yep. out May the 7th. They had a big... Capcom had a big like Resident Evil uh, event. Uh, Village out May the 7th. PS5 demo out now. And they also announced a multiplayer thing called Resident Evil RE Verse. RE colon Verse. Resident Evil Verse. Reverse. The naming convention continues to be super fucking stupid. Yeah, it's a team multiplayer shooter. Uh, they show people playing as like Chris and Jill, the iconic characters. Some kind of a you seem to come back as a bioweapon when you die, and uh, we'll be free with Resident Evil Village. The multiplayer mode that came out with Resident Evil Three uh, was like completely dead on arrival was was almost literally unplayable had like 20 players the first day and was broken and sucked so nobody ever played it even though they kept releasing updates and dlc and stuff so i'm not really holding my breath for reverse. so this thing this thing that they're talking about reverse is not that multi that same multiplayer thing no that was let me open and my steam that, here i don't remember attached, what that fucking thing was called was that attached to one of the previous games that was attached to three. That came free with three. Huh. I'm going to type Resident Evil 3 multiplayer. Uh, it might just be called Resident Evil 3 multiplayer. But yeah, it's it sucked. That's a big lady. That's, she's a... That's a huge bitch. That's a huge bitch, yeah. Like, she fills they missed in that out door. on like a Left 4 Dead style Resident Evil game. Yeah, no kidding. I thought they were... There's like... Aren't they working on that? And isn't it called Outbreak or Contagion or Pandemic or like That's the one I'm COVID twenty sort of or something? About. Didn't you Was try you not... something like that? That so, I think these are all different games. Resident Evil Three has a uh, <laughs> Resident Evil Resistance is the name of the multiplayer mode from Three. Outbreak was one from long time ago, I think. Resident Evil Outbreak is a survival game from two thousand and three. Yeah. Okay, what's well, yeah, this Yeah, so they've called. tried it's, it's like... this multiplayer thing a lot of times. And just like Kyle said, like, why don't they just ape Left 4 Dead? Because that's kind of like, that's the formula, isn't it? They're super different games. They're super, super different games. Left 4 Dead is like a Twitch shooter. Resident yeah. Evil is like, I control slow and shitty and turning around is a hassle. And like, that's what makes these games tense. Yeah. Whereas Left Left 4 Dead is like Call of Duty, but what if you were shooting zombies instead of Nazis or whatever? They should just buy that license, be like, and slap on their their name, and be like, "Yeah, this is Resident Evil multiplayer nowadays." There's a new. Uh, <laughs> there's a new Left 4 Dead Back for Blood. Yeah, I remember what we were talking about not too long. It looks ago. pretty good. I watched a bit yeah, of that. Yeah, it does. Uh, the Resident Evil multiplayer thing, I honestly like. Man, the three. Multiplayer resistance was just so dead on arrival. I'm gonna look at the like Steam charts, just out of curiosity here. It was only good good with uh, coach co-op. That was the only fun I had with that. You played resistance. I don't think resistance has coach co-op. The what, Resident Evil Three one. Oh, never mind. I'm thinking of five. <laughs> yeah, five was Chris and Shiva two players playing co-op. Yeah, Fuck five yeah, was good. all over it. I played five back in the day. 
Yeah. Uh, Resident Evil 3. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Resident Evil 3. I can't just pull resistance, apparently. But, uh, like... I remember you trying the multiplayer on stream once, actually. Yeah. Peak players, like, 658. Like... (laughs) Worldwide? And that's everybody playing Resident Evil Three. That's not that's not just the <laughs> multiplayer mode. So like, what are we doing here? It was really bad sure for them. I should be able to pull resistance. Oh yeah, here we go. Here we go. I can pull just resistance. Uh, okay, yeah, resistance is even fucking worse. Like, let's see, let's see. All time game came out. Peak players. Uh, launch month. Uh, Twelve hundred. Month after that, seven hundred. Like peak players today under under two hundred. Yeah. Like, brutal dude. And these are in thirty day chunks also. So like man. Just the thought. They to, to stop making who out there is like, yes, more Resident Evil multiplayer games. Woohoo! Let's do it. Yeah, I don't know. They really have been always trying to focus on like multiplayer and try and make it better, but it's just never been their forte. Mm-hmm. Something with Japanese developers, man. Look at like, look at Nintendo. Seriously, like look at look at all the multiplayer shit with Nintendo. Look at Monster Hunter. Like look at the other Capcom properties. Like, yeah. Look to the West. We we figured out <laughs> online multiplayer over here pretty yeah, good. Know, hey. That's and that's sure. what I'm saying. Just just grab some shit that you can easily copy. You know, tweak it so you don't get sued, and just slap your name on it. But I mean, <laughs> that's, that's what that's I, just me saying. Game making 101 by uh, Genshin Oliver. Impact all over again. <laughs> yeah, Metal Gear Survive was exactly that, and boy, did we love it. Uh, yeah, I think that's all the Resident Evil news. Like, let's talk about some video games, y'all. What you been? What you been? I play. There's a new video game this week. I'm gonna go first because there's a new game this week that I played called Hitman Three, Woo! which launched incredibly <laughs> fucked. Oh yeah, uh, you guys been talking about that a lot. Yeah, long story short, it was about, it was more than 24, like 40 hours or something like that. Somewhere between 24 and 48 hours from me buying and downloading the game to actually being able to play it, which is just like my biggest pet peeve today of buy a game, download it, sorry this game is fucked, wait, you know, two to four days for a patch, and maybe it gets better, or maybe it's cyberpunk. Like, it's... uh, so many yeah. games, so many games in the last six months have come out and just been so fucked. And here was another one. Uh, it seems like it's okay now. They haven't. So the, the big, the big hangup was um, up to leading up to the release of Hitman Three. IOI got out there and said, like, this is going to be the Hitman hub. If you have Hitman One and Two, all the levels are going to get pulled into Hitman Three. You're just going to have to have uh, Three installed. that has engine improvements, so all the levels will get like the new AI and the new items and the new weapons and stuff. And uh, all the Hitman will be here. And if you own those first two games, you will not have to rebuy them because that would be crazy. And then at some point, a few months before launch, they announced it was going to be an Epic exclusive for a year. But Hitman 1 and 2, not on the Epic stores at the time. So that was a big kind of question mark. Uh, They've since got Hitman 1 on there. It's no Hitman 2 currently. IOI said they have, they're like, we're working on it. We have plans. If you have Hitman 2 on Steam, don't worry. You won't need to rebuy it. Even though they said that and then it launched. And their solution was like, we'll just sell it at 80% off. You just rebuy those first two games at 80% off. <laughs> and, and people were like, that's bullshit. Fuck that. 
And yeah. what? You don't want to rebuy the games that you paid full price for? And like, it's just so fucked, man. Brando and I sat on the Xbox store for like 15 minutes trying to parse out how to get all the Hitman on Xbox, where there is three different versions of something called the Hitman 3 Access Pass, and one is $129, one is $80, one is 40 None of those include the game, Hitman 3. If you buy that without owning Hitman 3, you just wasted money accidentally <laughs> buying DLC for a game that you don't own. And, like, it's so fucked. It is so fucked. And wow. just not being able to play for the first 40 hours. Because uh, the, the, the other thing was you can't import your saves across systems. You had to go onto their website, uh, s- sign up a thing, be like, yes, I would like to import my save from this account to this account. It has a bunch of warnings. They're like, this, you can only do this once. You, make sure this is the one, because if you, you this is a one-time deal. Uh, and also, when it gets imported, your current Hitman 3 save progress will be erased. So don't start playing. Do this before you start playing, because it'll, it'll just wipe everything, put your two progress in three, and away you go. So you do that, and they're like, great, you're in a queue. We'll let you know when you can play. <laughs> 24 hours pass. <laughs> 36 hours pass like what and, and and then i could start playing but at any point my progress will be wiped when my save stuff gets imported so like i don't want to play do the first level get cut out halfway through and like just what a nightmare and then once all that was figured out get in there playing the first day because it's an always online game for some they don't they took the multiplayer mode out but you have to be to the, connected to the servers at all times uh it would lose connection to the server and instead of like would you like to play offline? It would just kick me back to the main menu and like, oh, start that mission over again, I guess. Wow. And just like, holy fuck, what are we doing? And and that super sucked. But Lots finally, of crashing problems too, I've heard. Oh, yeah, yeah, blue screening, yeah. crashing. Uh, yeah, it's a real, real nightmare. Uh, seems to run pretty well on consoles, actually. But uh, It looked good. Yeah, it looks really good on Xbox. Uh, yeah. Eventually did get in there, finally. I think I took some notes here in my fancy leather-bound journal uh got in there and and uh once you're playing it's pretty good i've done the first three levels and uh they're pretty like unique they're pretty they they each one i've played feels like it has a gimmick kind of on par with uh like race car track from two it has each one is like uh, I don't, I'm not maybe going to say what they are, but you, you basically go into a level and then, you know, you go into this city in, uh, China maybe, or, or Taiwan or something. Uh, and you know, it just, just looks like a city you're going in and you're like, ah, I've played these dense city maps before. Of course I know what's going on. And then, uh, of course there is a, a mysterious underground facility or something like each level has a, a really unique kind of hook to it. Uh, which I've been really liking. Two was the second level was like kind of, a. Uh, maybe I'm not even gonna say it's it's fun to get. They're doing different stuff with the menu with the with the mission structure this time, uh, which is kind of neat. Kind of some un, there's there's some unexpected things in there. If you've played a lot of Hitman, where you like get to the end of the mission and uh, some things happen that you're not used to, and like oh, it's a real struggle to try and reverse gears in uh, some of those situations. But it's fun and uh, runs super well. I really have been enjoying it. Ask me anything about Hitman 3, except the story. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how many new levels are there? Or do you know? Six. Six? Five or six. It's however many they always do, which I think is six. Uh, so are they it. actually going <laughs> to import the levels over into from the first two games into three? 
uh, they they will. They've claimed that they are. So on console, it should work if you have the first two. Uh, on Epic, you can get the first game if you owned it, but they are working on a, a fix for two, apparently. So I saw they have Hitman 3 on Stadia, and I started playing two, but if they're going to do that, I might just pick up three so I can play the first two in the improved version. I don't know how that works. I think you... <sighs> You can pay. You can buy the game for eighty dollars, and then pay one hundred and twenty nine dollars to get all the Hitman. It's it's two hundred dollars to get all the Hitman, not on Jesus. sale, which kind of makes sense, I guess. Seems like a bargain. DLC, eighty dollar game plus DLC, eighty dollar game plus DLC. It's wild. That's <clears throat> uh, Hitman three in a nutshell. Uh, I also played the new World of Warcraft expansion. Well, newish at this point. Came out in November, maybe. Uh, uh, Shadowlands, right? Yeah. Got a little bit into Shadowlands. I don't know. It's pretty Warcraft. It's pretty World of Warcraft. <laughs> the existential crisis of am I having fun in this game has never <laughs> been more real. Uh, the story seems pretty good, though. The campaign, I, I'm not max level yet. I'm still working through the campaign, so I haven't even touched the endgame stuff yet, which is really where the expansions live or die. But the, the story stuff has been good, uh, like surprisingly good, actually. You're um, in, in the afterlife, so a lot of, there's a lot of fan service from earlier expansions where like, oh, these characters that we thought, well, that are dead, we are running into again because we are here in the afterlife now, which is kind of neat. Is this like it? new, like brand new material for a while? As of November, yeah. Yeah, new zone and uh, new quest lines. They, they squashed all the levels back down. You're leveling up to 60 again, uh, which is kind of neat. They've sort of redone how the old world, uh, like the, the level up from 1 to 60, or 1 to 50, I guess, is, is changed over. Yeah. But it, like, it hasn't changed in a lot of ways. Like, I, the World of Warcraft, and I was thinking about this with Destiny, too, because we were talking the other day about, like, sunsetting weapons and stuff. It... World of Warcraft has, over the years, it balloons out, right, where it's like, oh, okay, you start with the base game, you get an expansion, everybody gets two new abilities, or whatever. And the next expansion, everybody gets two more new abilities. The next expansion, everybody, like, it got to the point where everybody had, like, a hundred abilities, and you never knew what to use when, and, and it was, like, really unmanageable, so they, they squash it down every so often. Every few expansions, they squash it all down. And where we are now with our most recent squash is, like, it, it feel the game hasn't really we we've been here for a few expansions. It feels like it's not re, there've been a few minor changes of course, but like the warlock I'm playing now is like the warlock I was playing two expansions ago. And it doesn't feel like that's going to change anymore, which it's such a weird shift where world the expansions always used to be like what's my new ability? Oh damn, we got this new crazy thing, I can summon it whatever. And now and same thing with Destiny where like you just kind of have your character, and you just kind of play your character, and that character doesn't really change, and you're you're sort of taking you're taking them through new adventures, but like, I'm still just using the guns I was using, you know. I'm still just I'm still just shadow bolting guys. I'm pressing one, two, three, four all the way, and like, I don't know. At the end of the day, I, this existential <laughs> MMO crisis has been hitting me big time. At the end of the day, like. It's just more wow. And what do you do? What do you like? How do you get? Unless you want to always like add more abilities and then realize we have too many abilities. So we took them all away and like stripped you back to the basics. Like, other than start a new wow, wow two, right? With, with completely different characters and, and everything works differently. Like, are we just stuck here for the next, uh, how long has it been? 15 years? The next 15 years? 
I would be on board with WoW too. So is I, WoW two anything? Is yeah. that something that they're talking about at all? Nobody. No. Wow <laughs> is still way too profitable. I think yeah. to to consider something really? like that. But like, it would have to be see, a c- completely clean break. Where you said it was, it's it's been around for fifteen years already. I think so. Two thousand four. Yeah, it has been a while. Yeah, yeah didn't we? Wasn't wasn't classic the fifteen year anniversary? Uh, yeah, possibly. Two thousand four, November thirteenth, uh, November twenty three, two thousand four. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah, it's wild. I have like seventy days played on my warlock, which ain't shit, by the way. <laughs> What is 70 times 24 in hours? That's, uh, oh, pish. That's not even 2,000 hours. That's only 1,600 hours. That's, that's, I know people who have 10 times that much. Yeah. Uh, but it, yeah, I don't know. Same, same thing with Destiny, where Kyle, you know, I talking about this yesterday, where I'm like, yeah, yeah. you want to go get that new catalyst, and you're like, ah, I don't, you don't want to. <laughs> Put time into destiny because they're gonna sunset the guns anyways so why like why put the effort in if they're just gonna take them away which i totally get but at the same that time feels bad at the same time like if they didn't do that right if they didn't do the balloon and the shrink and the balloon and the shrink and the balloon and the shrink to force you through this progression you would just find your two guns your three guns that you like and you would never switch you'd be like yes i have whisper of the worm i have whatever and then whatever and like i'm good i have the best guns i don't need any others and then it feels completely unapproachable if you don't have those guns of like, well, I didn't play five years ago and I don't have the best guns, so like, fuck me, I guess. <laughs> Whereas if you're ballooning and shrinking, ballooning and shrinking, ballooning and shrinking, right, every one of those shrink points is like, is a time for new players to get in. When when Beyond Light started and it shrunk way back down, it's like perfect yeah. perfect time to try to get in. So yeah, does I this expansion does this expansion have like the same kind of gimmick that the last couple have had, where you get like one super item in one of your slots? And you just spend the whole time leveling up that one item, and you never have to look for for that gear piece in the expansion. No, the gimmick this time is there are uh, four covenants, and when you level up to max level, you pick a covenant permanently, and each of the covenants has two. There's a bunch of systems that go with them. I, I honestly don't know them all. There's something. There's like buffs and something called soul binds, and but uh, each covenant has two abilities, and they're all pretty unique from each other, and, and you sort of pick those two abilities so like uh one of them for example uh gave me and it's different for each class as well uh so the warlock one for one of them it gave me a blink like a mage i can just blink 30 yards forward or whatever which is pretty cool uh another one was shit i can't even remember them all another one was like you make a a a bone shield around yourself and if you use it in your corpses it the shield gets more powerful and like they all have kind of different flavors of abilities, and and when you level up, you pick one of those, and that's your choice. You are locked in in a way that seems like maybe I need to do a bunch of research <laughs> and find out like what the min max best one is, and make sure I pick that. And and they've strayed away from this kind of decision in the past because if you lock in the wrong one, boy, does that feel bad. The very idea of there being a wrong one feels bad but it kind of sounds like they're more utility based though so maybe they all do have their place uh they all for me i had like i always got one utility and one damage ability and the damage abilities were usually like uh one of them put a dot on every uh, on, on four players or four targets and then if i drain life it drain life from every target which is actually really 
like super situational, but the one or two times I had it, we're like, I'm about to die. Because normally drain life is a just a single target. You know, I'm, I am draining the life out of you. It's this green energy beam. Uh, but when I use it this time, it's five energy beams and they're all funneling into me and like, I'm unkillable right now. And like, they all feel unique and, and situational. Uh, another one was just a like damage, uh, like amplify where like, ah, oh, yes, if I am raiding, this is probably the one I want. But I should be, should be max level by next week. So we'll know a little bit more. It seems okay. It seems fine. The story's good. Yeah, the story, the writing's pretty good. I don't know. The fan service is, is uh, doing okay for me. For casual, you didn't have to do any, You didn't have to do any of the ten to fifty leveling, did you? You were already max ready to go for the new expansion. Yeah, I have a lot of characters just sitting at fifty. <laughs> it's weird. I had a lot of characters across the entire spectrum where, like, oh, I got this priest to like seventy for an expansion that didn't play him. You know, I got this whatever shaman to ninety and they didn't play him. And then when they did the squash. Now all the characters on my account are like level 16, level 17, and then all yeah, these level random 50s. spots. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. Interesting. That's me in a nutshell. I also played Maneater real fast. Um, that's that shark game. You are a shark, and it is on. It's on the PlayStation. Uh, oh, my brain! What do they call it when you get free games every month? PlayStation Plus. Plus, Plus thank you. Plus, it's a PlayStation yeah. Plus game of the month. <laughs> And uh, you're a shark. You uh, like it, it's an RPG. You level up and equip abilities, and it's kind of a, a big open world. Uh, there's a there's a there's a combat system which I don't think is great. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't. It's it seems fine. It seems fine. It can't be that in depth for a game being about a shark. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's got it's got it's got a little <laughs> bit of depth to it. Where like the shark has a dash. The shark has like an air dodge basically, oh, yeah. and and the combat is you kind of like air dodging out of the way of harpoons and then slamming into boats and stuff when you get an opening it's there's depth to it but it's just not it's it, it didn't do anything for me it's a massive open world where like you're swimming through things and you're seeing areas that you can clearly go through later where like oh, i can't get through this poison water right now or whatever but like i don't know the the only thing that i actually really liked i'm i consult my notes here they do a uh they do like a fake deadliest catch intro where if you ever watched <laughs> deadliest catch on uh like discovery or whatever uh, yeah. and the deadliest catch stuff that they do is fucking hilarious like it is the most they are in on the joke it is the most self-serious we're like we gotta get out there get some shocks today and like all the cuts of <laughs> like bow, down, down, down. we're not sure if the boat will make it back in like it's really if you watch deadliest catch it is that a thousand percent and it is so fucking stupid uh, and Perfect. that stuff is really good. That stuff made me laugh. But <laughs> that's me in a nutshell. Look at that new year, playing games, writing notes on games. I got a book. Look, it's got one of these things in it. It's got one of these. Yeah, bookmark. Page, page uh, uh, ribbons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Uh, An age age ribbon? Page page ribbon. The to page find your page <laughs> to find your page. That makes more sense. Yeah. Right. It's to make sure you're over 18. Trust me, you do not want to open this if you are under the age. (laughs) Thought it was going to be like, uh, well, it's it's like a brown leather now, but if you've had the book for five years, it fades and then it becomes like a. (laughs) Yeah. I got my black journal. (laughs) Working on my blue journal after that. Right, yeah. You know how it is. It's like belts. Yeah. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege had a thing called Outbreak. Yeah, that was not not the Resident (laughs) Evil thing that I was trying to, to nail down. Who else played games? Oj, you didn't write anything on this list. You got any games? 
I don't know. I don't have any games. I've been um, reading a lot of comic books, though, and I want to talk to Kyle about comic books. Sure. So Kyle. I'll, Kyle suggested... Kevin lets um, you and I just turn ourselves off. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle suggested a bunch of comic books to me, and, and, and the one of note was uh, is called Nameless. And that's... Um, you guys, I thought I knew... I thought I've seen shit. <laughs> right? Like, I, I feel very, like... Um, What's the word? Uh, like I've seen shit and seasoned. yeah, seasoned and between games yeah. and movies and TV and all all that type of stuff. But I wasn't to really prepared us. to what what this comic book showed me. And uh, Kyle, you could probably you you really l didn't let on anything about this comic book. But like you know what I'm talking about, right? Like some of the imagery in this fucking unsaid. book. <laughs> yeah. Grant and Morrison, I know, he he's a really interesting writer, and he. He really took that book places, and it's oh, a book yeah. I think you would enjoy, Matt, but I know you're not that into comics, but just the yeah. lore and the whole mythos of it, I think you would dig. Is is this a Marvel no, it's thing? Like an nope, it's an image comic, so it. it's like 18 go. plus, like, no kids allowed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a standalone it, it, comic, a standalone novel. It deals with a lot of, like, fucking out there... Oh, there's stuff, but it also, like, dives into, like, uh, mythology and fucking a lot of real science-y, actually. And, and, and they mix that with, um, just, like, yeah, uh, like, religious thoughts and all this type of shit. And, again, like, I, it, I was shocked in a way that I'm like, wow, this is, like, stuff that actually, like... I was reading it, and then I flipped the, or sorry, I swiped to, for the new page. I'm like, oh, look at this image. This is something else. And, like, the, I, I'm only really talking about this because, for me, I honestly didn't know that I could get shocked like this again. And it's it's something else, <laughs> right? And, again, I can't explain it. I'd have to read it a few more times to really get to to wrap my brain around some of the ideas and some of the thing some of the places it went. But um Kyle it had um the the version I read had the uh, had the notes at the back where the author talked about almost like frame by frame page by page about like the references he used and the and some of the ideas that uh that he discussed in it. And I'm like, "Wow." That's like yeah, nothing he, I even I even could can comprehend until like I do read that th those notes. Honestly, like yeah, Grant Morrison he writes a lot about like string theory and like way out there like quantum theory, physics and stuff. Yeah. Um, almost all of his comics kind of deal with that sort of mix of weird. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of like and, people turning into the bugs. It looks like. Cronenberg <laughs> flesh monsters. Yeah, it's it's pretty intense. It's really good. Like honestly, I, I anytime like I'm in the comic shop and I see something new written by Grant Morrison, it's just like an automatic grab me. for me. It's it's always just something good. Yeah, I, I Grant Morrison. He wrote some Batman, right? Didn't he? Lots of Batman. Yep. Yeah. Um. I think most notably, or the one that comes to my mind is, is that Long Halloween? Is that? No, that's Jeff Loeb, I believe. Anyways, um, again, like, 
coming off like comic book uh sorry superhero comic books and even like some some like uh well northlanders you and i talked about it was about like norse mythology and norse uh history and stuff jumping into a book like nameless i'm like holy fuck like this is crazy yeah it's kind um, of a it's a different dive those like super r-rated comics they really mm -hmm. go into some really deep places that like shows and books can't really touch on because the author can write the the script and stuff but the illustrator really like oh yeah pulls it forward for you i don't i I like comics i like my comics dark and gloomy and i like superhero comics too all the while but it's just nice to get a mix from the super high profile superheroes and stuff and just get into the nitty-gritty stuff for sure, and and coming off that one, um, what else? Planetary, you you also told me to read, which I I really couldn't um, finish myself. But uh, coming off that one, and then going into uh, I'm reading a Spider-Man comic book, the Superior Spider-Man. It's the arc where Otto Octavius goes into Peter Parker's body and becomes Spider-Man for a while. Yeah, I'm like, that's a weird. Oh, this is this is <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> obviously. Spoilers for the new Spider-Man. Just kidding. It's like, it's like, oh, this is like super tame. And some of the, like, it's, it definitely takes reading comic books to a, to a next level when you're reading, I guess, uh, Grant Morrison stuff and, and, and that book in particular. Whereas if, when you jump back into something simple as, as, as Spider-Man, it's just like, oh, it's, I mean, this is a straightforward superhero story, which. I guess is fine. Yeah, yeah. But, there's uh, a light side of the moon and the dark side of the moon. Not yeah. everybody goes to the moon, but not everybody goes to the dark side either. <laughs> That's right. At any rate, but you two, I don't know if you guys are interested in comic books at all, or if this conversation even got you or piqued your interest in any sort of way. But fucking yeah, if you guys want to read like just a, a story, that's one. That's one. Uh, that's going to pick up. I tried, I'm glad it uh, uh, influenced you. I tried to read uh, the Watchmen comic, and I yeah. I got about halfway through, and I stopped reading it because it just made no sense to me, really. Mm. So, you got to wait for the end. You get to the end yeah. when they're like, here, the, the master plan unveiled. Yeah. Uh, you never I, like read a comic book? I have, but... <laughs> Like I, I stick to superhero comic books because a lot of superhero comic books will will finish up in those twenty six pages or whatever it is that they're in, and then occasionally you'll get your your four <laughs> or five like, book series. There's too many words. Too many words. Not enough I'm, I'm in it for the pictures. Uh, <laughs> oh shit! Well, for sure, uh, the Watchmen definitely has a lot of um, commentary on. I don't know when it was written, but I know it was very much so a commentary on what was happening at that time. Warren Ellis is a great writer. He does lots of good books, too. Yeah. And, yeah, the way he sort of laid out the original Watchmen. That that was the original Watchmen book that you had on your table for a while, right, Kevin? Yeah, still sitting exactly where it, where it oh. was. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, uh, well, the, the point was I was going to give it to you when I finished reading it because... I got it from Brando, mm-hmm. and you said you wanted to read it, and then I said, well, I'll, I'll read it and get get through it, but it, 
now that I think about it, it has been a full year uh, because I brought it. I brought it to Mexico when I went to Mexico last year to read on the plane and everything. Uh, and I, re I read it on the plane to and from Mexico. Uh, but after that, I did not read a single word of it. So I guess I just need to go on another trip that I can have a, have a four-hour block where I'll be doing absolutely nothing other than reading a comic that I don't really care about. It's a vacation book. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, you just that, need that. You just need that. Like the the renaissance you're having with comic books, you just need to have happen in video games. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, these things are pretty good. I always thought video games were blocks coming down from the top of the screen, <laughs> and you fit them all into the thing, and they disappear. But we got big ladies choking us out now, and oh man. <laughs> I mean, um, I finished, uh, what's that Japanese game? Ghost of Tsushima, Ghost of which is actually Tsushima. made in America by an American studio, but <laughs> Final Fantasy VII, Japanese the game, game. The game about Japan. I, I finished that a while ago, and that was pretty good. Can I, Kev, I, you, I should drop that off for you. Yeah, yeah I still need to get, uh, I still haven't played it yet. I would like yeah, to. drop that off for you. After you're done with that, I would like to check that out on the PS5 and just see how it looks. Check out that raid. Yeah, I might also. I think I need to level up a bit still, but I would like to see Can that you raid. Take PlayStation 4 games and play them on the PS5. Yes, Is that how that works. <laughs> Except for 10. Right there's a there's a list of 10 that don't work. Here, let me pull it up for you. Uh, I never knew that. Don't work on PS5. <laughs> Remember, it was like Joe's Diner and. Uh, <laughs> Huge uh, mess on their part. Yeah, Joe's Joe's Diner is one of them. Good for me. Uh, they added a few. Assassin's Creed Syndicate doesn't work. That doesn't. Hmm. Not uh, neither. Uh, Assassin's Creed Chronicles also doesn't work. Uh, Risk, Star Trek Bridge Crew, Werewolves Within, Space Junkies, Afro Samurai Two, Revenge of Kuma, Volume One, TT Isle of Man, Right on the Edge Two. Uh, just deal with it. <laughs> I'm not sure what that is. Robinson the Journey, We Sing. Hitman Go Definitive Edition shot in Joe's Diner are the PS5 game, PS4 games that don't work on the PS5. They oh, are shit. That we're trying to patch those in or Joe's Diner. Who knows? Fucking... Who knows? I want to play Joe's Diner when I get a PS5. <laughs> yeah, shot in. What shot in? Just deal with it. Delivers a whole new twist on five classic card games. Play poker, blackjack, <laughs> crazy eights, rummies, and hearts locally or online. Oh, that's there you bullshit. Go. I wonder if there's... I wonder if I could find a game of Crazy 8s online. I wonder how long I would have to wait in queue. People playing Just Deal With It. <laughs> Only on the PS4. It'd be harder now because it doesn't work on the PS5. Yeah. Never mind. People are keeping their PS4s in their entertainment units beside the PS5s just so they can go back yeah. to Just Deal With It. That's right. Joe Danger. Joe's Diner, you guys. Joe's Diner. Sorry. Not Joe Danger. Uh, <laughs> Joe Danger. <laughs> What have you been playing, Kyle? Cyberpunk. Just yep. loads of cyberpunk. You are trying to yep. get me... We Right when we brought the podcast in, you were trying to get me to play cyberpunk. Fuck, <laughs> I forgot to do the announcements also off the top of the goddamn... I'll do it before news. Oh. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, I just... Uh, I actually wrapped up my first playthrough of cyberpunk. I <laughs> tried a street kid pistol build. Silence pistol build. It worked really well. Um, the game is super easy, actually, so definitely recommend playing it on hard for your first playthrough um hmm. i i we were talking earlier 
Um, lots of game-breaking bugs and stuff in the main quests. I Thankfully, I didn't experience any of those during yep. either playthrough so far. Big patch uh, um, 1.1 does not fix any yeah. of them. In fact, apparently makes <laughs> apparently. them worse. So Cyberpunk <laughs> yeah, continues to impress. That being said, I am playing it on Stadia, so it's been pretty good. By pretty good, I mean excellent, I guess. I haven't encountered many game-breaking bugs. A few funny bugs that just kind of make me laugh pretty hard, but... Even when it's like, it is is. even when it's working as intended, though, like that game ain't what they showed off. That game is not a full breathing city that like feels dense and lived in. That game is like you drive to a spot you're not supposed to drive to, and they teleport you back instead of the cops yeah. fucking shooting you. Like that, I just don't have time. Maybe, for maybe this that's how tow trucks work in 2077. Fucking- Fucking park in the wrong spot, they'll just like, teleport you down the down the street. Fucking home of transphobic d- dildos everywhere. They acknowledge the dildos thing actually too, which is pretty funny. But like, yeah. I don't know, man. I just don't. I just don't got. I'll, I'm only gonna play I, this I, game I, once, and it's only gonna have one chance to make another impression. So I'm gonna wait till it's done and like maybe done, actually yeah. working. Because if fair. I get in there and my game is broken, Cyberpunk will forever be that unplayable piece of shit to me. That's fair. Totally fair. I had a great time with it, though. The story is there for me. Like, the characters and the story is really good. Um, at least the parts that they really want you to focus on are nice and fleshed out. Uh, I've the heard, interior yeah. of... I've heard Johnny Silverhand is a fun guy. He is, yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a funny character, actually. A uh, couple of good moments with him, for sure. <laughs> um, the cars are really nice, actually. Um, I really like how the cars look. And the interiors of the cars, like whoever, whatever team they had designing the interiors of the cars did a fucking amazing job because they all look really futuristic in some ways. And then other ways they look totally retro, like those old Nikon watches, um, <laughs> which I love. Um, it's too bad and, they don't drive very well. Yeah. Yeah. I got used to the driving. I don't mind it, but there's... Driving is totally just a way to get from A to B. There's not really any cool events that happen when you're just driving around in the world, like in Grand Theft Auto or something, where driving has some like weight to it. Yeah, uh, or even, even the street like, races, even like Red Dead. While you're traveling, like things things will happen that pull you off the path. Where like I got bit yeah. by a snake or whatever. Yeah, the most you encounter is like a, you'll get like a police call on the scanner saying some punks are causing a ruckus or whatever go deal with them for some extra cred and stuff um but the street racing was really bad too like i there's really street bad. racing in this game <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's really bad um only because the rubber banding is so bad i hate rubber banding in any of my racing games and this is just like you can fuck up the whole course and then get to the last couple turns and yeah. still catch up and make first <laughs> which doesn't feel good um but i i'm enjoying it like my first playthrough was all pistol playthrough and my second playthrough i am just totally hands in my pockets just networking everybody quick hacking everybody to death before i even walk in the building so it's interesting i like the different variety they give you with the skill trees yeah that's neat i uh i look forward to playing it they're have been rumors that maybe 2022 will be when the uh, next-gen versions come out. So, we'll see. Feels bad. 
yeah, definitely give it a chance once it's fully done and then give it a solid playthrough because it's worth it, I think. Yeah, it's also going on sale more and more and more every week. You can get it for like $31 or now, something. I think. It went, it went yeah. down again. This is the say it, yeah. it had another price cut this week, so the yeah. longer it... And people... People that got people that asked for refunds got their refunds with them without even taking the game back. Like, That's how fucked people, it is, man. People it's that not got even the worth two hundred fifty dollars collector's edition and then they just get their money back and still get to keep everything. So it's I mean, not even worth good CDPR's on them for doing money that. to get them to send it back. Like, no, we don't want these. Plot. What the fuck are we gonna do with these things? I should get my eighty bucks back. You should. You definitely should. Yeah. I, I got my. Well, so back. how how does that it work? Can be, I just it, be like call them and be like. Would you buy it? Um, I think you maybe have until the end of this month to do it. You can just do it right through their website. Oh, if you bought a physical copy, I think you can just take it in. Yeah. Yeah, if you bought a physical copy. I think, I don't know how that'll work because Evie will be like, we don't take games back. And be like, all right, listen. I don't know if you know who (laughs) I am. Uh, But I I don't know how it actually works where, I don't know. CDPR got out there and, and said like, Sony's giving refunds when Sony actually wasn't giving refunds at the time. So who fucking knows, dude? Who knows? But you should, yes. Oh, when you guys are ready to play it, you guys could just fucking play on my Stadia. So no worries there. There you go. I don't want to play on Stadia. (laughs) I mean, play it on PC if your PC can handle it. Shit. That's the only reason I didn't pick it up on PC. It's not my PC. It's the game. (laughs) <laughs> Anything else you've been playing? Good story, though. Good characters. Than, uh, Fun times. Other than cyber junk? <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Uh, no, him. not much. Dark Souls. I played a bit of Hades, too. Yeah, yeah. Scratched a little Hades itch. Woo! Yeah. Great game. I think I might try and actually get through some of the more challenging heats to see what some of those uh, trophies that Skelly has hidden away. I don't even know what you're talking about. I'd... Well, there you go. Great. Just <laughs> ignore what I said. Uh, Kevin, what you been up to? Uh, so I haven't really been playing a lot of video games. Uh, I've been working a whole shit ton because we had a COVID outbreak at work. Woohoo! Oh, shit. So all oh. of us people who are working at home had to come back in to cover for the nine people who got sent off for COVID leave. So that was a whole lot of fun. Isn't the whole yeah, point of working from home that if COVID gets in, we don't all get it? Well, like, keep that's our exactly eggs it. In different so, baskets. Yeah, they called you in into the baskets like, the that were at the at-home were... basket. The eggs in the at-home basket had to be moved to the <laughs> mm, warehouse you. basket because they had to take some of the <laughs> eggs out of the basket at the warehouse and move them to the these people aren't allowed right. to come into work basket. Make a couple. So, yeah, we just shuffle shuffle some eggs around. Uh, but I should be back at home sometime next week, middle to the end of next week. So it the the end the, is in sight. The like only <laughs> relatable experience I have was being an electrician and then going to school for four months and not doing a damn thing and then going back out to like the job site. And uh, man, that first week that you have to do work again just your boots your boots are like it is i i literally do not know how i walked in these fucking boots all the time these are just so yeah. heavy i can't lift my feet i put my steel toes on for like the first time in three years uh a couple days well a week and a half ago for the first time and was walking around in them and just like i, I just can't do this this is just nope. bullshit so uh so the rest of the time i 
broke the law and just wore my regular runners in the warehouse and just be like, well, if I drop something on myself, I guess I'm an idiot. She gets some, uh, get some steel toe runners, composite toe runners. Yeah, but then I would use them for three days a year. I mean, you could just wear them whenever. It's not. It's not like you. It's not a bad thing to be overprotected outside. Like I got my steel toes on, not in the job. Like I'm still fine. Well, you can't go, you go to the club with the steel toes on. <laughs> yeah, you ever try to go enough. to a dance club with steel toes on? They look at you at the door and they throw your ass to the back of the line. No, these just look like sneakers. You can't even tell. They just look like regular ass sneakers. Well, shit, the clubs I go to, they do, a, they do a check. They check everybody's sh- shoes to make sure there's no steel toes. Yeah. They make you show. Do they, like, there. step on your they shoes? Have, they have a special feet. tool. <laughs> special tool. It's like, it's, like a, it's like a meter stick that they hit on the top of your top of your toes. Hey, buddy. Shoes? No service. <laughs> shoes check. See we got a shoe like check here. garbage picks. Let me see those piggly wigglies. <laughs> Uh, if it was a garbage pick, then I would want to wear the steel toes so that my foot doesn't get impaled. <laughs> I I'm sorry to hear that you had that to, uh, yes, had to uh, like, work. I know, it was devastating. <laughs> Sucks, dude. That's one of, the main reasons why I took, uh, one of the main reasons why I took two naps yesterday. I was just so <laughs> goddamn just exhausted. just destroyed the workforce. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but for video games, uh, I have been playing uh, a little bit of a game called Dicey Dungeons. Uh, uh, Matt would best describe it as uh, a spiritual successor to great MS Paint game Dream Quest. That is... <laughs> you took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> uh, so it is a... It's kind of like a deck-building roguelike game. Uh, you move around a map killing enemies and collecting treasures along the way uh going down some stairs six levels in the dungeon and at the end you fight a boss uh so they unlike hades or you know your traditional roguelike where each set is kind of the same dungeon same bosses same everything uh this game has six different classes and each class has six different unique scenarios so each of the scenarios will give you different modifiers going into the run. Uh, so the one that I'm working on right now is the Thief class has a, a special ability where uh, you roll extra dice, but they, are, they all end up being the same dice roll. And the modifier that I'm on right now, the first time I roll dice during my turn, they are all ones. The next time they are all twos. The next time they are all threes and so on and so forth. Mm. Uh, So you have to kind of build your deck around, uh, I shouldn't say deck, you have six equipment slots and you have tools that you have to fill those equipment slots that'll take up either one or two slots. So depending on what the the thing is, you can get, let's say, a one equipment slot item that'll bump your dice roll by one. So you roll a five, move it into this equipment slot, pops it to a six, Uh, you can now no longer use that equipment slot for the rest of the round. Uh, and are you some like equipments... randomly? Sorry, are you like randomly finding the equipments? Is it like the, the, the that style of of run based game? Uh, it is random. Each scenario, you get a, a basic starting pool that uh, that you start with, and then each time you find a treasure chest, there's a pool that it pulls from, where where you can find extra pieces of equipment. Or mm, each time you level up, you'll get a choice between: Do you want this? 
equipment or do you want this level up or power up kind of thing? Uh, so it's very... Seen... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, it, it's very simple uh, in its design, uh, but it is quite difficult because of these different scenarios that there are. So, like, I'm completely stuck on this one. I've probably done it, like, ten times and failed every single time just because I can't figure out how to design my equipment in that I can make all five ones work at a time. Because certain equipments you can only use... Uh, let's say even dice to tr activate it or odd dice to activate it or things five or higher to activate it. So the more Doubles powerful required, equipment, this one yeah, says. The, the more powerful equipment, generally you need higher dice rolls. Uh, but when four of your six rolls in this scenario are guaranteed to be four or less and there's no way around it, it, uh, it limits your, your power level. So it's quite difficult. Yeah, it seems kind of cool what is the is it like you beat the six classes and you're done you've seen it all is there like an element of other than the equipment is there an element of like randomness to it, or uh, it i i don't know if there's an element of randomness to it uh i've done so each time you beat a class you unlock the next class so you beat the warrior game you unlock the thief you beat the thief you unlock the robot you beat the robot you unlock the witch uh, and there's there's two others. There's a jester uh, who's like kind of true random. Everything about the jester is random-ish to an extent. Uh, I haven't played too much with the with the jester, so I'm not entirely sure about how the the class features work in that one. Uh, but each class has uh, a different uh, kind of base level design. So the warrior gets a reusable reroll where you just have a special piece of equipment off to the side that doesn't count towards your six slots. Uh, you can use it three times per round, and you just toss a dice on it and re-roll that one individual dice. Seems like almost a version of Yahtzee, where you're like, you, you roll your dice, you're locking in certain dice for, for certain equipment, and yeah, it you're kind re-rolling other ones. and Yeah. Roguelike Yahtzee. It seems cool. Is this on Game Pass? The art uh, kind of looks it's like on Cuphead. Steam. It's like it's like six bucks or something like that. It's super cheap. How did you come across this? Uh, I don't know. I honestly have no idea. It popped <laughs> I just up on became my conscious Steam and was halfway through a game. It was weird. <laughs> it's, it's, it popped up on my Steam recommended uh, one time, and I was like, "Well, what is this?" And then uh, I actually saw a friend of mine playing it after I had seen it come up on my Steam. So I asked him about it. He's like, hey, what is this? And uh, we talked about it for a bit. He said it seems like the kind of game I would like as someone who put probably 150 hours into Dream Quest. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's pretty good. So each, oh, yeah. each time you cool. unlock a new class, uh, you also, like, let's say you get a win with the warrior in episode one of the scenario. So the, your first scenario, you beat it, you get to unlock scenario two, beat scenario two, unlock scenario three. There's six different scenarios for each class. So technically speaking, there's 36 different unique runs you can do. Uh, once you've beaten all those, I have no idea what happens. Uh, I am probably years away from beating all those because, like I say, uh, there's just certain ones that seem to roadblock everyone that I've talked to, so... If you can make it through Tharsis, surely this dice game has no chance. <laughs> Number seven True. best player in the world or something, right? 
once a month? Uh, at, at one point, yes, number seven in the world. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I honestly don't know what the end game is for this game. I've heard that there's a lot of uh, like mods to it where you could just add hundreds and hundreds of pieces of equipment just to give yourself you know more variety in your runs because it seems to me like thief equipment is thief equipment and warrior equipment is warrior equipment there's there doesn't seem to be a lot of overlap uh unless the rng in the games that i was playing was screwing me over but for the most part it seems like certain items only show up for certain classes so hmm. that seems neat I think it was on Game Pass. I think it recently rotated out. It's not there now, mm. but I'm like 99% sure I saw it up there. Dicey yeah, I mean, Dungeons. For for six bucks, it was a solid 15 hours I've put into it so far, so yeah, pretty good. Uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty much all I've been playing. Well, let's take a quick break here. We'll come back and do the news. Man, I had so many exciting announcements. I forgot to tell everyone that I'm now the proud owner of Weebs.ca. Everyone go check out Weebs.ca <laughs> during the break here, which right now just redirects to the anime podcast. But uh, I was, it was like... Beautiful. I could have got... Nice. I could have got hentais with an S dot me. I was sort of thinking about a little bit. But it's, you know, it's hard to like... Hentai doesn't have an S usually, right? People wouldn't mess that. I might as well no. call it. It'd be hard to spell. So I, f- I figured weebs.ca was... Uh, <laughs> Perfect. As a Canadian citizen, I am eligible and and now the proud owner of. So go and check that out. And uh, we'll be right back <laughs> on the other side of this. Musical break. Bring us in here. We're going to talk about some news, if that's all right. A fucking news. Nobody can hear my soundboard, hey? Right? Can you guys hear the? Not that. No. I... No. Okay. No. Damn. I've what been... are we? Is it? Is it good? Is it? Are we supposed to? Well, no. To that be that was you... just. That was just yeah, a. Da, 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 but I've been. Oh. I've been pressing oh. buttons. I've been pressing yes. buttons the whole time. I'm like, man, these guys are totally no selling this soundboard. That way. <laughs> 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 the fuck are we? What are we doing here? Ah. Uh, start with a rumor here. We already talked about the Resident Evil news. You guys want to talk about the big lady again? Ooh, she's so... She's a big lady. Big. She's a big lady. Yeah. Sign me up. She's supposed to be a vampire or something, you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a choke slam from hell. I'll take any day of the week. What's her actual name? Um, uh, Madam Destrib something. Dietrich. She does have a name. It's I don't know it off the top of my head. But, um, Lady Dimitriscu. Dimitriscu? Yeah, I don't know. She's big. The, uh. <laughs> Never mind. You know what? Never. Let's stop. Let's stop. Let's stop. Oh. Just hitting on a lot I can't of. Can't wait to see what the fans do with this. Yeah, I'll say a lot of the. Uh, lot of, I don't, I, she's awakened something in me. I didn't know. I didn't know I was into gigantic <laughs> women until now. I'm not into anything else. Uh, there's a new Knights of Rumors of a new Knights of the Old Republic. Rumors of an old of, of Star Wars. I don't know if we talked about the uh, Lucasfilms, Lu- Lucasfilms games being or. Coming back as a brand, yeah. but not a publisher. 
it doesn't really mean anything. Anyways, that happened last week. We did talk about it because uh, Ubisoft is working on a a uh, Star Wars game. Uh, rumors this week that a new Knights of the Old Republic is in the works, uh, not from EA, are springing up. This comes from the B-O-B, B.O.B podcast, which uh, I, so this comes from the podcast through Eurogamer, so, uh, and, and from the podcast, they quote Jason Schreier, so you keep it this from Jason Schreier to the podcast to Eurogamer through me to you, <laughs> they say, this is from the podcast, uh, amongst my digging, I heard there's a Knights of the Old Republic project in development somewhere. I talked to a couple of people, and I also found out that Jason Trier said it's not with EA, and we'll never guess who the studio is that's making the game. Somebody not with EA that when we hear they're making a Star Wars game, we will be like, what? Which could be probably anyone. (laughs) Nope, that's EA. Uh, they say, uh, continuing here, I don't know if the Bounty Hunter game is with them or if it's with Ubisoft. Apparently there is a Bounty Hunter game still in the works. But yeah, EA is working on stuff, and there's another unannounced game at EA, which I have no idea what it is. I don't think it's Battlefront 3. As well as, I don't, I don't know if they're counting the Star Wars game that Respawn is working on. The two Star Wars games that Respawn is working on? I think? Maybe? Don't know. Hmm. Um, but that that's exciting. Rumors of a new KOTOR because the like Knights of the Old Republic is in a weird place right now where it was all relegated to the Legends canon. None of it's canon anymore, but it's still like referenced and mentioned obliquely in current stuff in a way that there must be an Old Republic still, but we don't know if it is our Old Republic with like Revan and, and Bastila Shan and all them. So I have no idea. Uh, Damon and I were talking on the Discord earlier, one of our, our mods, and uh, he thinks it might be like a, and again, this is completely, this is just us, like, doing some sposing. Uh, it thinks it might be like a, a Resident Evil 2 remake style, re, like a, a total remake, new engine uh, from the ground up, which would be which would be super cool. Because the problem you run into with KOTOR here, and, and someone please uh, comment on this also, but the problem you run into is, like, you can't just do a three. You can't just make another Knights of the Old Republic, because then what does that mean? Does that mean that one and two are, in fact, canon? Even though two released, like, two was half-finished, didn't have the story uh, completed when it came out, and you had to, like, mod stuff in. Like, KOTOR is such a mess that how do you, how do you just make another one at this point? I don't think you can. Yeah, I don't think you could either. Not with that, at least, like doing a destiny cut where they have the intro missions and some of the key points from the first two games mixed in with the third one. Yeah, maybe actually that, that might not be a bad, like a quick recap, but it, it's still like, what is Canon? It's still the, the question of yeah. like, because the old Republic, they, there is an old Republic still. They, it's just, we don't think it might, it could still be this Revan story from Knights of the old Republic. We just don't really know. Well, it could just be Knights of the Old Republic 1 again, and it has nothing to do with Revan. It's a completely different story. That would be that would not just be Knights of the Old Republic 1, though. That would be like... Because the, the player character is... Spoilers. Revan. You find out at the end. Like, that yeah. would be... You couldn't... That'd be... Uh, well, I guess it would be like Mass Effect without Shepard, which we had. You know? 
Metal Gear Without Snake, <laughs> which we which had. we had. <laughs> was Andromeda Without Shepard? Yeah, that was Ryder. So dodged a bullet there. <laughs> Ryder, whose catchphrase was. We got this. Like, super unsure of themselves. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. We got this. Fuck off. Perfect. Uh, the, the real hero. Shepard, get him out of here. The real hero that we need. Peter Moore was possibly with EA when Shepard was, was coming out. Uh, he's back. That's right. The Sleeves himself. Johnny Tattoo. Peter Moore. <laughs> November 9th. The cross is... It's not on his chest, is it? Was the Halo 2 release? Oh, it's on his arm. It's on his arm. The Halo 2 release date on his arm, which uh, <laughs> he literally had. You didn't know this, Kev? He came out on stage and was like, what do I have to do to prove that Halo 2's coming out? I got the release date tattooed on myself. <laughs> and it just said November 9th. Jesus. Uh, Dedication. Let's see. I wonder if he still has it. Oh, I'm sure he got something he could cover up real easy. <laughs> oh, and it had the Halo 2 below it as well. It had like the... <laughs> it's quite the fucking tattoo. Had the big two below it. Uh, yeah, there's no... There's a lot of, like, discussion on is it real or not. Was the tattoo real? And he's played it pretty close to the, I always thought close that, to the chest. Yeah, I always thought that that was just not real. Was it real? I think, I think we all <laughs> think it's real. I think we all Crazy. thought it was totally legit. That's why, like... That's what threw Peter Moore into the spotlight. That's why he rolls his sleeves up and fucking gets shit done. Shows off whatever new <laughs> tattoo he has on his arm. Uh, he's getting back into gaming. He left gaming to go be the... I don't know what the, the term is. The king of the Liverpool uh, football club or something. Yeah, he went to do something in sports, didn't he? The yeah, king. the Liverpool <laughs> football club. His, like, his childhood soccer team that he loved. He became the baron of... What is it, would the Duke? I'm not sure what they. <laughs> Gen general manager. Yeah, maybe that Manage might be right. manager. Uh, he is back with Unity, joining as SVP. What is SVP? Senior vice president. Senior vice president. Uh, SVP uh, and the acronym works. Is a great title that means nothing. SVP and GM of sports and live entertainment. At may as well U be the Baron. Unity, the like engine makers. You know, the, the Made with Unity. What else do I got over news? Uh, Valve, Bethesda, Namco Bandai, and Capcom are being sued for $9.5 million, which, yo, you're talking of Valve, Bethesda, Namco, and Capcom might as well be $0 uh, for geoblocking in the EU, which is uh, forcing users to pay only in a... Uh, forcing users in a country to only pay that country's price for a game which basically blocked them from getting better details. So if I lived in Germany and what's close to Germany? Uh, France maybe? I don't know. If I lived in Germany and the game was <laughs> boy I am super ignorant uh, I don't know what currency that marks I don't know what currency they use in Germany. Dollars whatever. 80 German dollars but in France it's on sale for 40 French dollars uh, I, cannot, I cannot pay the, the exchange rates. I cannot get that French price and uh, that apparently breaches EU antitrust rules. So they are being sued. Again, $9.5 million ain't fucking shit to these guys. So whatever. They, I would expect them to be like, yep, here's the $9.5 We will continue <laughs> to geoblock. Fuck off. Well, I'm sure there will be something in there that they're not allowed to geoblock going forward. But 
I mean, this isn't that big of a, a thing, right? I don't think there's been many people, or I, I wouldn't think there would have been that many people who have been affected by this. I think it's, I think in, in Europe, I think it's a huge, like I, I like some, some region prices are insane. I, know I, it's, it's I also not heard EU, that, but like, I heard it was only Germany who was affected by it though. If, if oh. I remember correctly. Yeah, I'm not too sure. Um, but yeah, I think it was only people in, buying in Germany. in Germany who who were the ones who were geo-blocked. But. Not, well, there was another lawsuit that came up recently. What were we talking about? Where was one of these big companies, again, getting sued for something, and we're like, you'd be a fool to not just pay the lawsuit and keep doing what you're doing. It was something like Red Dead. That was actually or, last time I was on the show, and it was... Um was that oh what was it it, it was like a, <laughs> a, an enormous company for like a small amount that they were being sued and then we were just like company's just gonna pay it yep. and like write it off or do whatever put it to the, keep, like, their fucking snack fund keep doing the bad shit you were doing and pay the tax yep fuck what was that the gambling stuff Sorry. right the loot box stuff was that what it was in fifa yeah yeah yeah, yeah right yeah where, yeah. where they were like getting sued in the EU over it or something, and we're like, they should just pay that because this thing makes a billion dollars mm-hmm. every year. Mm-hmm. It was EA Battlefront Two that kicked that whole thing off. Yeah, yeah, Max with City the loot boxes being banned. Says FIFA. Yeah. yeah, Battlefront Two. Interestingly enough, I I play quite a bit of these days. That game kind of <laughs> came around eventually. It was free on the Epic Store, so all the noobs are joining. Yeah, I've been. Uh, I did not, for r- the record, I've never paid for that game. It's uh, got its yeah. Game Pass and stuff. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Game Pass, Microsoft on, I think it was Friday, Friday morning, uh, announced that the price of Xbox Live was going to double. Uh, it used to be Whoa. $60 for an entire year. It was going up to 60 for six months. Uh, they laid out a, a, a pretty convincing case, actually, where... Uh, I think it was like 2000 and uh, early 2000s or I guess late 2000s when the price went from $50 a year to $60 a year and then it hasn't moved. It has not moved since they've added like free games and stuff. There was, there was actually a pretty convincing argument in the article. I'm like, yeah, you know what? They've added free games. It's gotten better value. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, they really want you to get Game Pass because that includes this Xbox Live thing is why they're making this so expensive of like you might as well just get Game Pass at this point. Uh, it's the best bang for your buck out totally, there, really. Totally. And that's obviously what it was. It was obviously a, like, we're going to make this Xbox Live thing a worse deal to make Game Pass look like a better deal. Um, and people got mad about that. And later that day, they reversed the decision. Later, by Friday evening, they were like, no, 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 who? Hey, we're just kidding, you guys. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, their statement is, we messed up today, and you were right to let us know. Connecting and playing with friends is a vital part of gaming, and we fail to meet the expectation of players who count on it every day. As a result, we have decided not to change Xbox Live Gold pricing. Uh, and there's a color, co- couple other little details about how uh, the free-to-play games you won't need gold for anymore. Used to be you could you could get the free games on Xbox like um, Genshin Impact. Nope, that's only on PlayStation. Uh, Black Desert or whatever the fuck that MMO is. Like whatever the, yeah, oh yeah. the free to play games, but you to connect online, you had to pay the gold fee. Uh, so no, no longer do you need to do that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it kind of seems like a bad marketing move to increase the price for Xbox Live during a pandemic when everybody uses it and is making substantially less money. 
Yeah, I, I like. I totally understand where they're coming from. Who is for I, sure? I think Game Pass is the same price, and like, who is who is just getting the Xbox Live stuff? Like, no, just get Game Pass. Just get you're paying yeah. the same price, and you get all these games. I wouldn't be surprised if the so this this I really think was a a prelude, a a step to uh, we're just gonna get rid of the Xbox Live Gold subscription. It's gonna disappear. It's only gonna be Game Pass. We're gonna step the price up, and then you know holiday maybe it just kind of disappears yeah. we we roll it all into game pass that's that's how they'll say it it's all in game pass now uh umbral emblems nope let me try again umbral engrams are uh, coming back to destiny next season which starts uh feb first week of the uh, second week of february february the 8th i think how are those again uh, they are the forge thing, I think. Oh, okay. Where you, uh, long story short, usually you get an engram, which is a, it, it is a just completely random loot drop. You know, if you get a, a exotic engram, you will get a random exotic that maybe that you're guaranteed not to have. I, I don't know if the engrams give you a new one or not, but the umbral engrams are a way to kind of, from what I understand, I didn't play whatever season had them before, but you... Uh, kind of, kind of slant your odds of like I, I want better odds to get a gun. I don't. Let me. You know what? Let me just look this up here on the internet. Yeah. The prismatic recaster. That's what it is. Uh, yeah. You plug in materials to it. You get umbral engrams. And what do you do with them? Season rank, yada yada. Umbral focusing narrows your umbral engrams contents down to a handful of items. Okay. So you are, okay. instead of the entire pool, oh yeah, weird, I'm looking at the interface. You can uh, kind of choose. Kind of right, lock it down. To be, yeah, one of these six items or whatever. And then on top of that, you can like, I would also like it to have a higher chance of getting blank stat. I would also like a higher chance to get a blah, blah, blah. New perks and stuff. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. You earn a handful of altered element every day. They have this. This new season starts in February, and they have said they're changing how the sun setting works. Because, uh, like Meat brought up at the beginning of the show, or Kyle, I can't pick a, a lane bad. on the names. Uh, yeah, feels it. bad. Feels bad. You're not wrong. Uh, so that's coming with the new season. As well, they're like going back to the moon. I guess they're the all the all the dream armor on the moon is. Coming back into this season, which is weird, because it's like, I grinded that yeah, shit. Yeah, they're reissuing some gear. I had to grind that shit out for some reason to, <laughs> what the fuck, for Xenophage or something. I don't know, I had to do it, and like, you know, I spent like six hours doing that that expansion campaign, and I was getting gear that was completely useless, so the thought of like, do I just go in there and do that campaign again, and now the gear is going to be appropriate level? I don't know if I'm down for that again those quests specifically on the moon kind of are a hassle yeah yeah just the reissuing of gear kind of feels bad and the main thing i ha issue i have with sunsetting is because you spend all this time putting enhancement prisms and cores into these weapons that are just going to get sunset so it just feels bad using up these end game materials leveling up these items that are just going to get locked away in three months yeah but it also like like we discussed the yeah. it is their solution to the problem of like i didn't play from the very beginning and i don't have x gun so now i can't i can't ever approach the people who do have it yeah uh speaking speaking of that whisper of the worm is coming back in the uh 
uh, the, the exotic thing next season also. It's a popular gun. Yeah, and Outbreak. All the all the super popular ones are coming back. Outbreak perfected all the like the big ones. Uh, last story here. I didn't even know this snuck on. Who is this meat? Whose story is this? Uh, that was me. I pulled that on there. Take it away. <laughs> uh, so Microsoft apparently has been given the green light to create artificial, uh, like an artificial chat bot based on dead people. This is like straight out of Black Mirror. Um, the tech allows Microsoft to uh, cull images, voice data, social media posts, electronic messages, and more personal information to create a digital profile of someone to build a chat bot. So I don't know if you guys remember, there was an episode of uh, Black Mirror where someone yeah. essentially went through that whole thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the uh, like, training of personal servant? Is that the one with the toast? Like, I think so, like, oh, yeah. the toast is burnt. And it's like, well, now you're going to spend eternity in the frozen hell land or whatever because you burnt the fucking toast. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, this was just a pretty wild article that just came out uh on the 22nd here. The patent goes on to say that, quote, living users could train a digital replacement in the event of their death. This is the exact story of Soma. We all make copies of ourselves, and then we kill ourselves and, and our copies go on to live forever. Is that not immortality? That is the exact fucking story of Soma. Like, beat for beat. It's pretty wild, though. Uh, yeah, even the article says, oh yeah, draws a lot of comparisons to a Black Mirror episode. Be right back. The yeah. episode follows Martha Powell, who decides to resuscitate her boyfriend as artificial intelligence to keep chatting with him. The facade goes on for so long that later in the episode it culminates in her constructing a synthetic android to recreate and rebody his likeness mannerisms. Ends up she ends up hiding in the an, she ends up hiding the android in the attic from their child. I don't I, maybe I haven't seen that one. I don't, yeah, I don't wild know. Wild story though. Is that that far? The I future man. I don't mind. I don't know. Are you into it? That's it was just like a donor card and just sign up for the AI program. <laughs> if it was, I don't know. I don't know. It's like it's the the part of the 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 dark future part of this is that it's not consensual, right? Microsoft is allowed to call allowed to call images voiced out of social media posts to make a digital profile of someone. It's not a thing of like I am giving you leave. Here's my here's my signature. Yes, you may use my my digital profile to make a chatbot or whatever the fact that like it can kind of just poses you it can poses you in any online situation and and talk yeah. and type and use your mannerisms convincingly enough that it's like the deepfake stuff it's like i don't remember when it was within the last two years on this podcast kevin you bet me that the deepfake face replacement <laughs> technology would never be at a point that it would just be undiscernible to the human eye uh, even though it was at the time uh I don't think I ever said that. That doesn't seem like something I would say. <laughs> it, it, is, it, is, it is kind of that, right? It is kind of the realization of that, but in a different, in a different lane now. Now, where deepfakes are, are like visual stuff, uh, this is a like online presence. It's another way to steal your identity. It's pretty wild. And the fact Think that, of all the ramifications for the porn industry. Between this Brother, and there's deepfakes, a whole, there's a hole. You gotta, yeah. you just type deepfake in the Bing and you'll find some stuff. Yeah, but now they can talk back to you. I, well, not talk 
through a voice. Oh no, voice data, social media. Yeah, a voice data. Well, Chatbot. Chatbot implies text. <laughs> Chatbot implies. If you if you say ah, oh, I, I was talking with a chatbot. That's text. That's not like conversation. It, but yeah, it could not be vocalizing. It yeah. could be conversation. One day, I'm sure. Maybe it will. in the future. Don't yeah. they already? They already have that too. Where like they can they can sometime make a vocal in the next two years, there's going to be voice chatbots. Let me tell you about Hatsune oh. Miku, all right? <laughs> Fucking people be going to concerts of what Kevin calls a chatbot. She'd be a singbot, I guess. <laughs> people go to real the concerts. The will be run by AI soon. Uh, she isn't even a... She, she isn't a person. There's, nobody plays Hatsune yeah. Miku. She's not yeah. a... She's not a, like, actress playing a character. She's a fucking oh. program. She's a vocaloid. They should make her... <gasps> They should make her big. What if she was 10 feet tall? <laughs> oh, shit. Really ride that meta wave. Yeah. Uh, that's all the news I got for you. <laughs> Let's go to some uh, electronic mails podcast at talkingmarkets.com is an email address, or you can drop these on our Discord, which you can find by going to... I forgot to do the announcements again at news, but uh, you can find that by going to... Uh, talkingreckless.com. I should make weebs.ca go to the Discord. You should. Uh, it doesn't look like there's anything in the emails here, but I did see something in the Discord from... Hmm. Boy, Maxity always asks the hard-hitting questions here. Sometimes sometimes these are too real for podcast reading. Uh, <laughs> sure. Uh, Maxity says, Are there any traits about yourself that you wish weren't such a big part of your personality? Vice versa, what's a trait that you guys are actively trying to nurture into a bigger part of your personality? Kevin, it's time to air your wow. dirty mental. What, what do you hate about yourself? <laughs> what do you hate about yourself? What's a part of your... Oh, I can shit. go first. Uh, this feels like one of those questions that we would have need to, needed time to prepare for and self-reflect. We, do we don't do any of that. We're all like gut react. That's how you get the realist responses, right? Gut reaction. Just go. Uh... I'm pretty one note. I don't know if you have spoken with me or listened to any of my content ever, but uh, I'm a little... I wish maybe video games weren't such a big part of my personality. I feel like I am... Like, I truly feel like I am, like, kind of uninterested in almost everything that isn't video game related to a point where, like... I don't know. I don't. I, I tried getting into wrestling for a while, and that was fun. And, uh, like, I'm into the Resident Evil lady right now, but, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Just try comic books. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> is that a, that's, that's yeah. a trait I need to nurture is trying new stuff. Because you know what? I always try new stuff. And I'm like, this is incredible. I should have tried this a long time ago. It's just a fucking hump, a mental like speed bump. I And it it's not just me. It's like trying to get someone to listen to a new podcast. And they're like, yeah, I'll check it out. And they never do. Right? There's just like a mental hump to get over sometimes where I guess that's what I wish. I'm very much in that same boat yeah. for sure. I'm trying to just stuck to what I like. I'm trying to nurture my mental hump. <laughs> uh, you I, I, I got, I got something I got okay. uh, I, I wish I was more able to diversify the things that I enjoy doing because the way the way I live my life is like let's say I'm playing X video game I will play that same video game every day mm-hmm. without mixing it up for anything else until I have lost complete interest in it that I will never play it again. Like I don't, I, I do the Octopath same thing with TV traveler. shows. <laughs> I do the same thing with TV shows. It's like if I'm, if I start to watch a TV show, I will either 
watch it start to finish without looking or even thinking about looking at anything else until I'm finished or until I decide that I'm never going to watch it again, then I'll move on to something else. That's a good answer. That's fair. Yeah. 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 That's Kyle and uh, Oliver are like persona five on the PS4 perfect and never need to change anything about themselves oh no, no never no. had to have a patch no i would, I would change I the, ma- the amount i procrastinate things that doesn't <laughs> that's everybody we all need to work out more and procrastinate less and eat better those answers don't count i wish my right. baldness <laughs> i wish my i wish my baldness was a, i mean i guess they do count but like you know oh, everybody can say that i'm trying to think less um, birds i <laughs> Meet, you have too many birds. You should try and make that a smaller part of your personality. <laughs> Me and my missus were actually talking about getting a bigger bird. <laughs> like a penguin. Yeah, for sure. Or like an, that like, was top of our like list. Like an emu, a really like an big emu. bird. We'll go right wild with it. Turkey. What kind of birds do you guys have? Just a budgie. little oh. white budgie. My cousin, his girlfriend has... A parakeet that they fucking she walks around with at home, and that that struck me as <laughs> that surprised me at first. And yeah, she's and then it's like nibbling at her hair. She's totally cool with it. Birds kind of freak me. I don't think birds are capable. Like fish, I I feel like birds are like kind of biological robots. They don't have feelings or like emotion or. They're dinosaurs, man. They yeah, are. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't let a dinosaur sit on my fucking shoulder either. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> I would have a dinosaur on my shoulder. Absolutely. Okay, can you repeat the question real quick? Because I have one that, that, that's come to my mind. <laughs> I want to make sure it's framed properly. Uh, are there any traits about yourself that you wish weren't such a big part of your personality? Or vice versa? What's a trait that you are actively trying to nurture into a bigger part of your personality? So at work, I'm like the go-to guy for the salespeople as far as the... Um, I work at a car dealership. I work in the service department, but I um, I mainly deal with the sales people. And in particular, they sell their vehicles to customers. The internet and, is taking a huge uh, shit as soon as you started uh, telling your story. They need to, in fact, they, I think they we come lost to me you. whenever they have. <laughs> yes, he has completely <laughs> frozen. The long short oh, of it's it is back. that I come back. Wait for it. Hang on. We'll let it. I, I, I rarely say recording. no to them, and I need the to same set thing those happened uh, when you guys went for break. I was trying to have a conversation with Oliver, and I thought he was just ignoring me. Uh, but it turns out you guys lose me. This was happening. Yeah, he's like, it's a good, it's a good freeze frame. He's like looking up at something. Uh, I, I think he was he was currently he, he wrote out a message to to Amber and just said pull the the internet cord because yeah, well, he was when, about when to get way you, too real pull the plug when I look at you we gotta, <laughs> yeah. I, I have to answer mess something's up but <laughs> shit uh, it looks like we might have lost them permanently that's man the internet's so god oh, I like D and D fucking Paul and Jay's internet's always going down and fuck the internet I hate it. Everything sucks out here. Uh, I, I'm going to guess that Oliver is like the company bitch is basically what he was going to say. He's the go-to guy for salespeople who like anytime they need something, he's like, yeah, I'll get it done. And then he ends up having way too much on his plate and is just frazzled and frustrated. That's what I think he was going to say. Oliver needs, to learn. Good man. Oliver needs to learn how to say no. 
Right, Oliver? It's all too real. Yeah, shit. Uh, <laughs> at least it held on to the end of the show, I guess. Uh, podcast yep. at TalkingReckless.com is an email address. You can uh, write your thoughts in here or drop them on our Discord, which you find by going over to TalkingReckless.com. All the announcements that I did not do off the top because I suck, I'll do them right now. Uh, weebs.ca, proud owner of. Go and check that out. That's where the, uh, right now at least of the Patreon. I don't know what I'm going to do with that URL yet, but proud, proud owner of weebs.ca. Uh, the karaoke contest wrapped up on Monday. Congratulations to the first king of the sing, Paperboy. Could have been a queen of the sing. Well, we, 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 could, we could have had a male king of the sing. I guess it doesn't really... Uh, it rhyme, but uh, yeah, Paperboy crushed it with uh, his rendition of uh, is that song called How to Save a Life? How to save yeah, I think that's uh, what it's called. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, and uh, Paperboy has informed me that he would like to put his prize up double or nothing, in fact. So confident is the king of the sing that let me find the message here. Make sure I'm not uh, misquoting his lordship. Whoa. Uh, so confident is the king of the sing that he proclaims all and any may come to take his prize, which will now be $50. Double Ooh. or nothing. That's right. Karaoke contest round two. Come and find it in the Discord. I'll uh, post the details later today. But uh, the prize pool has doubled. And, and it's not my prize this time, which means I... I should actually get to fairly compete, uh, <laughs> which will be fun. Come and join us for that. That first round was dope. That first round was real dope. I got a, I got a hell of a song. Bangers. Yeah, I'm just hearing OJ. <laughs> OJ just yeah. said, I think I lost you guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, we did lose you. Uh, we're just, we're just rapping. I'm telling them here. Uh, I'll just get to send me his MP3. The... <laughs> <laughs> he still was like stuck <laughs> it was a very good video uh, you can see all the entrants from our first round of karaoke Kev did uh, what song do you do Kev Quick, oh Hero of uh, War I did Hero of War by yeah. uh, Rise Against <laughs> listen to it right now oh man it's it's, uh, it's super fun I that karaoke site we used I think is, is rad and uh, I just fucking love karaoke so if you want to come and try to win now 50 dollars and 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 who knows what's going to happen to that prize pool uh coming yeah coming coming uh getting for that start thinking of a song maybe if uh, if you don't have one already i think that's all i got to tell you go check out the uh patreon over at the weaves.ca weaves.ca <laughs> <laughs> at, uh, at patreon.com slash talking reckless podcast just in case weaves.ca moves we are uh. we just wrapped season three of attack on titan on the anime podcast and uh, we're going to start in Cowboy Bebop and Attack on Titan Season 4 this week. So there's never been a better time to sign up for the old Patreon. Uh, literal hundreds of hours. 271 podcasts. Uh, something like that. Unique to Patreon. So if each one of those, uh, you know, half an hour of, of Patreon exclusive content, give or take. Plus all the anime stuff. Plus there's a whole bunch of stuff on there. So uh, please go and check all that out. And uh, I think that's all I got to tell you. Other than thank you very much for listening, you at home. Thanks for uh, putting up with our, our internet foibles and, and audio issues and stuff. Uh, Kevin Byer, thank you very much for being here. Thank you. Kyle Big Lady, I think. Big Lady, yeah. yeah. Kyle Big Lady. Thanks for having me hey, again. Thanks for coming. And uh, Oliver J., who unfortunately disconnected. 
Uh, thanks for making it happen, as always. Thanks, guys. Thanks, so. Cool! Thanks, mate! Okay, uh, no, <laughs> no problem, Oliver. Uh, always great to, always great to hear from you. Uh, and you know, thanks for listening or watching. We uh, would really appreciate it if you left us a review on whatever podcast marketplace you, you use. And uh, we'll see you here next week on the next episode of the Talk Markets Podcast. We'll see you then. Yeah.